the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock here in Arizona. 602-508-0960 is the phone number if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area. We have an 800 number you're welcome to use, and that number is 888-960-9696. 888-960-9696, and that's toll-free. We're going to go back to Troy because Troy had a follow-up, and I think, Troy, you were asking if you were going to get a used one, which one would I steer you towards? Yes, sir. That, and I've read a lot of good things on, on the 2006, 2007, specifically with Dodge and GMC. Um, I agree. I agree. I'll, let me go through them real quick. The GMC, I'd like you to be 10 years old, but maybe no more. But, yes, I'm not... I'm not quite sure that I agree with that mid-2006 plus or minus four years on the GMC because I had two of them. And I remember this. We had an intermittent misfire, and like most everybody else in the whole wide world, it took forever to try to fix it, and you just chased your tail, and what it, it ultimately ended up to be was a circuit board with a crack in it. And so there's some of those, I'd like it to be 10 years or 11 years older and no more on the GMC side. And you, I really can't go wrong. Now, you know and I know that what you'd, what you'd die for would be a one-owner. He's, he's a guy that's got every gasoline receipt since day one, and he's got a log of everything he's ever done, including air up the tires. And nobody's ever driven it, and he's never had a DUI, and it's never been in a wreck. Those are what you're looking for. Um, on the okay. On the Ford, no six liter. Before the old one, seven three. But you're going to pay a premium dollar for that seven three monster Ford diesel engine um, in the nineties. Uh, I don't remember exactly what year it is, but the seven three. So that's a monster motor. But those are snatched up just instantaneous once they hit the the internet. They're gone because that was today. We know that that's a monster motor. It lasts forever. On the Dodge yeah. side. The five nine or the six seven, either one of those motors will serve your purpose. Again, one owner got all of his maintenance records and stuff like that. So you're going to be, you might be in a bid more on some of these, especially that seven three on the Ford. But but ten year old or older, um, with those years, stay away from the six liter Ford. You're fine. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. you bet you, Troy. Thank you. Oh boy, it's um. Working on cars is a pleasure, and I'll tell you why for me it's a pleasure. And first, let me just tell you that I started pumping gas at a gas station in Tempe, Arizona in 1968, 
Ken Vivian, who has since passed, taught me how to bust tires, change oils and stuff like that. And that's really where I got got my start. Today, fast forward, I'm I'm somewhat retired, but the kids are running the operation. But the but from 1979 till till just just recently, um, I was involved in the operation of a of a of a repair shop that worked on diesels and motorhomes and hot rod cars and and then um, everyday cars. And as all other shops, the majority of your business is family cars. So ours is probably 80%, maybe 70 to 80% family cars. And the rest of it is the motorhome, and it's the sand buggy, and it's the Jeep, and the diesel. And heck, there's been times that lawnmowers have been in our in our facility. So um, I've been around, and I'm an ASE Master Certified Technician, and I have been since 1991. But I was ASE Certified even before that. And ASE is the Automotive Service Excellence and so it's a certification that you have passed all the tests to call yourself a ASE certified technician and tune up drivability emissions. But when you're a master, you've covered all eight automotive um, tests. So you've passed all eight of them. And that's what, um, and you can use master in front of my name, but my wife doesn't and I can't talk her into it. It's kind of useless, but I am an ASE Master Certified Technician. Anyway, 602-508-0960, the phone number, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. It it just... It bothers me a lot about the shenanigans that are going on in our industry, but this isn't something that's new. The repair industry is no different than the guys that fix washers and dryers, and it's no different than a lot of other businesses that have ebbs and flow in integrity. And when we're really busy, then um, we're not really interested in dragging you in, but then keep in mind in the last 10 years we've got cars out there that probably really need to go into for a repair facility once a year based on the new requirements and intervals. And that's the key word, the interval. How often do we need to see you? And what we've got, in Mark Salem's opinion, is we've got a whole bunch of people in our industry, at least in in my area of of touch is Arizona, where we're using the the intervals of the 70s and the 80s on cars that are like spaceships that have already gone to the moon and back or gone to the sun and back. It's just a huge difference. In the old days, 3,000 miles, you came in, and we did oil changes every three, and then we rotated your tires every other time, and rarely did anything. We did virtually all your fluids by 60,000 miles. Today, we're only going to do your fluids at 100,000-mile intervals. Now, there's always the little asterisk in your owner's manual. If you're in an exceptionally hot or humid climate, you may you know, do that a little earlier. Just stick with your your garage if you trust your garage to make good decisions for you. Ask them. For instance, in my case, virtually all the cars we have in our fleet, as long as my family, because the two kids work there, and my wife and myself, plus we have Eddie, who's been with us for 32, 33 years, Adams, who's been with us for 25 years, all their cars, I got to I get to include theirs. We all stick pretty close to the normal, uh, you know, replacements. We're going to do all your fluids by 100,000 miles on anything today. But in the old days, we used to do fluids at 30s and 60,000 miles. So there's a big difference. We've lost a lot of that business. So what we do is we create scare tactics for our customers that your new $65,000 diesel truck 
and that's a little low, I know. Your new diesel truck is, if you just don't, you know, I know it says a 10, 12, 15,000 mile oil change interval, but it's, you're going to be sorry. If you bring that thing in here, um, we'll change the oil and it, uh, we'll go to eight or nine and everything will be fine. Oh, gosh, but the oil goes twice that long. Twice that long. So I don't know if I like that. So just kind of work it through your you know between your ears and see if there was if there's if they're taking better care of them or are they taking better care of you but again the maintenance required 100,000 miles in the last 10 years is nothing similar to what we had before the 2010 mark and if you go back in between 2000 and 2010 there is no there's no similarities between the maintenance stops then and the maintenance stops now of cars built in in the appropriate years so just uh if you could the more you come in the more we get a chance to chew on your wallet just remember that but then on the other side i can hear many of you saying well yeah but if i don't come in you still get to chew on my wallet you're right there's some kind of a happy medium but the oil change has always been the beginning that's where the relationship starts when you bring your car in we're supposed to check tires fluids brakes we're all your belts, all your hoses. We're supposed to look for things that are going to happen. The battery cables are corroded. The power steering belt doesn't look that great. The clutch fan is leaking oil. Um, I've got a refrigeration leak on the low side where it goes into the uh, into the evaporator uh, on your air conditioning system. Um, I've got an alternator that the uh, pulley is shiny and the belt is shiny, so I need to change the belt. So those are the kinds of things that we should see when we do oil changes and we should bring to your attention. And we should be strong enough to write about it. It should appear on your bill. Customer was advised that the alternator belt looks like the shoestring on an old Boy Scout boot. We replaced the alternator belt. The other ones are fine. That's what it should say on the repair order. That's what what it's all about. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Automotive Dynamics is in Sun City. And actually, Chuck Nide, who owns Auto Dynamics, and his son, Derek. Chuck, I've known him since 1960s, late 60s and early 70s, because he was in the gas station business back then. Now, him and my boss, Ken, they were good friends. Back then, they weren't exactly the kind of role models my mother wanted her 16-year-old son to hang out with. But I'll tell you what I told my mother. I told my mother, I don't know where to be on the good to bad scale until I see what good and bad looks like. And there was times where those two guys did things that I knew (laughs) that I shouldn't mimic. And then there was times that they did things that um, were, were truly a uh, tr- truly a sight to see. I remember both of them intermittently would talk, and I would overhear a conversation, and it would sound similar to this. Yeah, but she came in and she told me that she was really worried and she needed to go to Prescott to see the kids, and 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 uh, you know, it's just she just doesn't have the money, and so she needed a set of belts, so. We had told her that the last time she was in for an oil change, and she asked us to look at it again, and I just put a new set of belts on and said, you know what, we made a mistake. We were looking at the wrong car. Your belts are fine. That that was the um, that was the attention getter for me as a young person. It was those kinds of conversations where 
you somebody brought their car in an elderly couple or a young mother um, with more than one child and no husband and uh, they came in because the air conditioning wasn't blowing cold and then the bill said we found the air conditioning um, fine and but in the second copy it showed two pounds of freon and no labor so those are the kinds of of examples that um, they sent for set for young men like myself and and hopefully i i've made them proud as well anyway 602 yes sir 602-508-0960 we've got 45 minutes uh, of the show left and you're welcome to call us no matter where you're from if you're outside the phoenix metropolitan area 888-960-9696 because we're on 960 the patriot here in in phoenix kknt again that um other than Phoenix phone number eight 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 nine sixty ninety six ninety six, folks. I never knew people from Kentucky were calling in. <laughs> I never, we never ask them where they came from, so this is kind of all new to me. But it's nice we get uh, viewpoints from other parts of the country. We'll be back right after this. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Bring socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political game. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. <laughs> Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. 
As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. In air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect our. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday I'm here talking about cars from 11 to 12 Phoenix time. I'm sorry, from 10 to 12 Phoenix time. And you're always welcome to join us. The lines are wide open. Phoenix is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Obviously Memorial Day is right around the corner, and we've been talking to veterans and thanking them for their service and stuff. And I just got a call from my younger sister who reminded me of something. And this is as close as... Um, as well, my uncle Max Twentier was in the war, and he was wounded, and he was in a hospital. And during that period of time, when he was in the hospital, when there was times where nurses or doctors would come in, and and obviously it was like a gymnasium where there were beds everywhere, and they would call out someone's name because they had to give that particular um, uh, serviceman a an inoculation or give him a, a shot or, or, or treat him. And it would wake up everybody. And so Melinda, my younger sister, <laughs> reminded me that our Uncle Max um, actually began to put wristbands on all of the uh, guys and w- write their name and their serial number and all that kind of stuff. And he later morphed that into a business. And I, I haven't had a chance to look it up because this just happened in the last 10 minutes. But I think he had a patent or he developed a company that created that for hospitals all over the world. And I think he was the one of the first people, if not the first person, we think, was that came up with the idea. It was you could go around and put on there that they're in, you know, the the northeast corner of the gymnasium and you could just walk around and look at the bands on the servicemen that were sleeping just till you found you know, like Max Twentier, which was the name of my uncle. So um, we, our family has made, um, has been involved in veterans uh, stuff for very many years, and we have veterans within our family. But I think my uncle Max is probably the one that um, probably did a lot for the future um, that uh, that others weren't 
you know, weren't lucky enough to do. Okay, when we talk about cars, we just talk about trust. And when if you find a good shop that you trust, then you should stay there. And if there's a problem, I think you should always bring the problem to the owner's attention and allow them an opportunity, A, to go out and figure out what happened, and B, to get back with you. It's not a good idea to demand an answer right then and right there. It takes a while for us to figure that out. It's not uncommon for us to have to say we're sorry. Though I can't tell you a single shop owner that I respect in the Phoenix area that hasn't had to say I'm sorry at least once a month to somebody. So we make mistakes like everybody else. Sometimes, not too long ago, I had to apologize to a to a, a customer of ours that had been a customer like 13 years. We had loaded her work order with a bunch of parts and labor that didn't belong on her work order. It belonged on a car just like hers, but with a different last name. So when she came in to pick up her car, she was completely caught by surprise by the huge amount of money that we um, said her bill was for what she had was an oil change. And so it took us a little while to figure out what had happened. But the bad thing was, is the other guy <laughs> got his car real cheap <laughs> and, and Mark ate all that work. <laughs> and, and, but, but she, she was very kind and very nice and, and understood completely when we showed her that we had actually put stuff on this ticket that should have been on this other guy's ticket. So same kind of car and same year and everything else. We just simply made a mistake. Okay, Gil, who's up? We have Victoria. Victoria, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Listen, Mark, thank you for, uh, you know, sharing your knowledge and doing your show every week. And it's just amazing your generosity there so so many of us appreciate that thank you i just want to thank you for that and thank you for taking my call oh mark where to begin um first of all um we're talking about a 1992 buick park avenue with over 300,000 miles on it okay Okay? and you know it has one of the 3.8 liter engines that so many people have said are just workhorses, you know. Yep. And you would you would know that. Anyway, Mark, um, we're senior citizens, and uh, I'm partially handicapped, and just I came to light. My husband has like the beginning stages of Alzheimer's and dementia, so I kind of have to see what I can do about getting this car fixed. The, we used to take this car to brake masters, okay. Uh, and several years ago, they seemed like they were mostly it was, you know, for the oil changes and, and you know, keeping the maintenance up on it, like you were talking about every mm-hmm. 3,000 miles. And it was kept up well. And we've had this car for, I don't know, 20-something years. And it's been absolutely perfect. It's been fine. Now, it's, uh, you know, cosmetically it doesn't look as good as it should, but it was fine. Then last year... Um, it started overheating, which it never did before. And so my husband said, well, we'll take it up there to break masters. And I said, oh, okay. And so he went up there and they put the wrong thermostat and it was how this all started because it still kept overheating. So I talked to the guy and I said, it's still overheating and it, it never overheated ever. And he said, well, it's got to settle in or something to that effect. I said, well, what do you mean settle in? I, I don't understand that. I mean, I'm not Mr. Goodwrench, but I've been around yeah. cars a little bit. And I I said, I don't understand what that means. And he said, well, I have a brand new truck and 
and um, you know that happens to my truck or I don't know something tried to okay. put that in there. So anyway, so then they changed the thermostat and they put a different one in. And I apologize, I don't remember if the first one was at the higher end or the lower end, but it, it was opposite of what it was supposed to be. And then they put the other one in, and okay, for some but stop, reason, it stop, was, hold on, stop for a minute. Um, where was the gauge running when it was overheating? Was it in the half to three-quarter from the three-quarter to the red or past the red? Past the red. Okay. Is it fixed today? Well, that's, yeah, that part is, I think, now the car hasn't been running for six months because here's what happened. When we took it back because it was still overheating, he had some of the guys, the next thing I know, they were taking parts of the engine apart. Okay, which I didn't understand. I said, well, we had to clean out all the gunk and stuff out there. Then when they put it back together, the first guys didn't put any, um, uh, God, I'm nervous. I'm sorry. They didn't put any, the, uh, the valve cover gaskets, they didn't put any gaskets on it. And then everything was leaking. And then when we had to take it back, again, I had to have it towed up there and pay for that, which, you know, we're on a real limited income, so that didn't help. Anyway, then they put the gaskets in, and they didn't tighten down anything, so it was still leaking. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of time. Let, let me just comment. Um, forget about all the names that you've used. It's a bad idea. To, if you have a tire shop that does tire rotations, tire repairs, and sells tires, it's a bad idea to have them go after your air conditioning system. What we've had in the industry is we have places like transmission shops that have come out of the ground and they're transmission only, but now all of a sudden they're bumper to bumper. And the reason why is because there's no transmission business left because most of the transmissions of today go way past 100,000 miles and need very little, if any, service. So the bottom line is, is Victoria, is you just have to get the problem fixed and then everybody will know behind you what happened. Changing out the thermostats and the valve cover gaskets leaking shows there was a whole lot of work going on there. And this is really theirs, but it's probably a good time to just take it somewhere else. And we'll be back. Stay right there. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. 
Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hi, this is Sam Stone, the host of Broken Potholes, the show that crashes head-on into the disastrous progressive policies destroying our greatest cities and, in time, our country. Ours is like no other show on the air. You'll hear the truth about what the left is trying to do to destroy our republic, what we can do to fight back, and we're going to have some fantastic guests on every week. That's Broken Potholes every Saturday, 3 p.m., right here on 960 The Patriot. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. All about that demon, all the more. It's after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday you're here from 10 till noon, Phoenix time, talking about car and car questions and problems. We're going to get to Victoria in just one second. If you have a car question or if you want to have some simple dialogue about a car question, Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. I do all my own answering of emails. I don't have anybody between you and me. Please put your phone number in there because inevitably you'll tell me something and I'll need more information and I would prefer to call you. I have no fingers left because I've typed them down to the nubs. So I, the phone number is kind of important and I'm going to call you from a blocked line. But as soon as you pick up the phone, you don't even have to say hello. I'm going to say, this is Mark Salem. I'm returning your email call. Um, can we talk? And I'll make sure that you understand that, um, that I, it's me calling. So anyway, um, we were talking to Victoria. Victoria, let me ask you a question. Today, what's wrong with the car today? Well, today, and my question to you is, Mark, I've been trying to find somebody honest to ask this with, and you'd be amazed how many people don't know any honest mechanics. So um, the car has not run 
for six months hasn't been run, okay, because there's so many leaks in it now. What I was trying to find out was the car can't be driven into a shop somewhere. And people are saying, well, get, you know, a mobile mechanic to come and look under it and everything. And what we're trying to do, and and I know ultimately another vehicle will have to be gotten, but right now we can't do that. So um, I was trying to see what your opinion was or if you Well, where do you, where do you live, Victoria? Just tell me where you live. Um, Goodyear, uh, uh, like Litchfield Road and Indian School. Okay. Um, I would probably call S&S Tire, and I would say to... Yeah, but you have to take it in there, don't you? Well, I'm not going to refer you to a mobile shop. I'm not going to refer you to... I I don't do that. First of all, if he was working, if he was as good as he says he would, he'd be working for me making between $50,000 and $100,000 a year. And he'd have Monday through Fridays, and maybe a Saturday, he'd have a 401k, he'd have workman's compensation... So a mobile mechanic, you're going to step out of the kettle and into the fire. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I would call them, and if we got leaks, then let's address the leaks. Hang on to all the receipts. We do one thing at a time. And once we get the car back on the road, then 30 days later, then you have somebody look at both sides of the tickets you have, the repair orders. You got the one shop that did the, a bunch of work, and then you got the other shop to put the car back on the road. There's going to be some duplication. You're dealing with a chain store that has a corporate office. So the appropriate letter written in a nice fashion with factual data that's documented by the repair orders says this is a repair that they did that actually did nothing good but create this leak that I had to have fixed here. So there is a process of a nice way to be able to approach a corporate cust- a customer, a, cor- a, corp- a corporate shop, that, a, a corporate-owned shop, and have them uh, step forward. And oftentimes, not always, they will. But you're just in a bad way. Um, but I'm not going to push you um, off the road because by telling you that there's a mobile mechanic that's going to come to your house and be able to wave his magic wand and fix your car in your driveway is just not a, a no, reasonable no, 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 expectation. No, 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 I wasn't asking it. I was just wondering if there was somebody who could at least tell us, like, the rock and pinion leaking and the, and the power steering hose or the transmission, whatever the... I mean, okay. we want to. We need to have a car, but uh, you know, and, and obviously, all this stuff needs to be fixed. But we can't do it all at once. I was just wondering if there was something where the car would be safely, you know, on the road, and then fix the other things as we could okay. do so. Well, you asked me for my advice, and I gave it to you, and I'll repeat it one more time for you. I would take it to S and S, and I would say to them, "Look at my car and tell me what it t- it's going to take." to put it back on the road, and I'm only going to do the stuff I need to put it back on the road right now. So okay. so just do that and tell me what your checkout service is going to cost me. Tell me what it's going to cost me to, to have you look this car over. He may call you back and say, the worst thing you got right now is a huge vacuum leak on the intake manifold. I'll have to reset that, and that'll be $200, and that'll take care of the check engine light. I'm, I'm just hypothesizing here. That'll take yeah, care of the check yeah, engine light. That'll take care of the rough idle. That'll, that'll take care of the no start. You've got some oil leaking, and yes, we can fix that. But right now, to put it on the road, we can do this. So those are the kinds of things that you have to deal with. There's no magic wand here. There's just no magic right. one. I'm sorry, Victoria. That's the best I can do for you. It's 49, 39 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to call us. And when we come back in about three minutes, we'll take your call. 
And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888-960-9696. I'm Mark Salem. We'll be right back. Mark Levin explains America's biggest challenge. What is the greatest threat to democracy today, ladies and gentlemen? Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, the Marxists. They're the greatest threat to democracy today. They're the greatest threat to capitalism. They're the greatest threat to your job. They're the greatest threat to law enforcement. They're the greatest threat to the United States military. Not even communist China. Not even the Islamo-Nazis in Tehran. Mark Levin, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We can never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because Because of of you. you. There is St. Jude. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. 
You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. When the name of your shop is Strictly Diesel, it means Strictly Diesel. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Nate owns Strictly Diesel, and he's a good guy. I know him personally. I have his cell phone number, and I know that he is a... I lean on him sometimes because he is so well-versed about Dodge and Chevys and Ford diesels. So if you have a diesel and nobody else can fix a problem, you belong at Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. They're open 24 hours a day on their website, and you can get lots of information there, but they're on I-17 and Pinnacle Peak just south. So that's Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. Okay, um, maybe, and hopefully Victoria's still listening. Victoria, this is what your letter should break back to the management at Breakmasters should sound like, and, and, and you should write it in this fashion. I've been a customer of yours since this date. This is the earliest repair receipt I've had on this car. Since then, I've been in X amount of times. The original problem was an overheat. And I've been in six times and spent $1,100, $1,300, in an effort to put my car back on the road. So I have the original repair order, and that number is this. And then I have all these subsequent ones, and nothing has fixed my car. And it's home, and it, and it can't be moved and can't be driven. I would like very much for your attention on this issue, for you to look into this. And please explain why I've spent X amount of dollars over six or seven work orders that you're going to cite chapter and verse on date and the the work order number, why I've spent all this money and I still have a car in my driveway or in my garage that doesn't run. I think if you do it in a nice way and you send it to the big dogs at the head of Breakmasters, um, hopefully they'll help you. But, Victoria, the problem was really at the very beginning when you took it to Breakmasters when it had an overheat because in spite of the fact that um, the people's perceptions may be that they work on all aspects of cars, then they wouldn't be called Breakmasters. But what happens is is that we start up with, with a transmission shop and transmissions are kind of hard and few and far between, so all of a sudden we become a general repair shop when really we our roots were in transmissions. And that, that happens in our industry all the time, and it doesn't make it right, and it's not for me to pass judgment on them. A lot of them have been successful, including my own shop, but I've been a general repair all my life. But I'm certainly smart enough to know that when the car in front of me isn't one that I fixed before, I'm smart enough to send them to someone in the area who can handle that problem. That's what's wrong with a lot of shops today is is they take stuff in that they really had no business taking in, and frankly, my shop's done that as well. We've taken cars in that we really had no business taking in. We should have passed on the car, or we should have referred them to somebody else, but we didn't. So that, Victoria, would be the very best I could offer you. I don't know anybody who's going to come and analyze your car in your driveway, and I don't think that's in your best interest, and I don't know anybody that should go to your house and fix your car in your driveway. I don't think that's in your best interest. And I think you've been in the uh, dry, in the tumble cycle in that dryer of life um, long enough, so it's time to, to let's go back to the, to the, uh, the Breakmasters uh, organization and ask them to help you get out of the mess that you're in. All righty. When it comes to talking about cars and maintenance and all that kind of stuff, please just hang tight to your owner's manual. Please learn how to say this, both men and women alike. 
can you show me where it says that in the owner's manual? And this is what you're going to hear. Oh, well, your owner's manual is not written for Arizona. Well, that's a lie. Or they're going to say, oh, no, around here you don't need to do that. That's a lie. The owner's manual written for everywhere where that car is likely to be. And if there's parameters, then they'll be in the owner's manual. But if it says to change your oil every 8 or 10,000 miles or 8 to 10, or if it says 8 or every, t- every 10, that's what you should be doing because the manual is written by the person that built your car. So there's lots of general repair shops. Mine is one of them. We're real good with Chevys and Fords and Hondas and Toyotas and Chryslers. And the five top cars are right there, GM, Ford, Chrysler, Honda, Toyota. Those, those cars dominate double digits of the cars on the road today. So north of 10%. The rest of them are one percenters or two percenters or three percenters. But the five, the top five guys, the top five cars, um, most all of us work on the top five cars. And some of that skill level translates to a Fiat. God forbid a Peugeot diesel or something else like that. But most of us that have been in business for a long time are smart enough to know when we're not the best shop for you. And we're also smart enough to know how to make a couple of calls and find somebody who will raise their hands. There's shops in this town right now that work on really old stuff. And I'm grateful to have their phone numbers because I want to refer my customers to them because that's just not an area that we were even born in. When you start talking about cars made in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, there's nobody in our area, in our group, that was even born back then. So that's the kind of hard part. Although fundamentals are the same, spark, fuel, compression, timing, those are common denominators of every motor, of every car, every truck out there. It's still a matter of how we got the spark and the fuel and the timing and how we control that. And Each one of them has a different way to do that. Don't let if if anybody says something to you that that you don't know how to respond, ask them to send it to you in an email or write it on the back of their business card. You see, there are people in our industry that throw things on the table as if God was the one that stamped that in their in their Bible, but it's not true. And so if you say to them, you know, that's just different than what I've heard. Would you just be so kind as to just grab a business card and say, you do not, you know, you should change your oil every 5,000 miles instead of 10. And um, and here's why. That's the kind of, of self-defense mechanism you can use to get people to show you um, whether they're truly have your interest in front of their own. And I know I got a caller. Here, here's the deal. There are times where I will deviate from the owner's manual for a customer. A customer who does an oil change at 3,000 miles on a newer model car or does 3,000 miles a year. I want to bring them in in the beginning of the summer. I want to put fresh oil in it, and I know that they can go all year long. That's what I want to do. That's what's in their best interest. And I get to look at their car before the summertime so that I can see if there's anything that's going to cause problems in the summertime. So that's why I want them to be in in April. That's what April or May. I, I want to be able to see them, and then I want to be able to look in the future and say, is there anything on this car that may not make it the next six months or eight months? Those are the kinds of things. But there's a lot of guys out there that just like me. And if you want a list of those guys, go to MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K, Mark Salem like the cigarette, dot com. And we have a caller. Who might that be, Gil? Would be Carlos. Carlos, good morning. 
Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Good. Um, I'm calling. I've got a 2008 GMC Sierra 1500 four-wheel drive. I've got 250,000 miles on it now. And, you know, fingers crossed it goes, keeps on going. But when I do need to do uh, either an engine swap or rebuild, which do you suggest? And is there is there a crate motor that you can just get and swap out, or how does that work? Yeah, there's you can you can do all of that. Most most of the machine shops that used to take it out, rebuild it, and put it back in are gone. So okay. so it's it's you're going to have a subcontractor relationship. So you bring it to my shop, we take the engine out, we send it out. Then we have someone rebuild it. Then they send it back to us, machine shop local or or whatever. We install it. Here's the bad news. The bad news is, is at the end of the day, if we have a problem where we got low compression on a cylinder, then the guy who built the motor and the guy who installed the motor are going to start pointing fingers at one another. Well, sometimes point fingers at one another. So now we got to figure out who's wrong, and the only way to figure out who's wrong is to figure out what it is. So, oh, wait a minute. Here's the problem. Whoever set the intake manifold didn't get the gasket on. We got a bad vacuum leak back at number eight, and that's causing the lean condition, and that's causing the rough idle. And then the engine guy goes, I didn't set the intake. I didn't even send it to me. I gave you back the heads and the block and the timing cover. That's all I did. So the two of them kind of work that out. Um, you can do that. You can... But you're going to be dealing with two people, the guy who builds it and the guy who takes it, takes it out and puts it in. If you wanted to do something yourself, I would go with a Jasper motor. We sell a lot of those out of the Midwest. We're happy with their customer service. We're happy with their product. Um, there's been a couple of times that we've made a mistake, and they've brought it to our attention, and we were grateful for that. By the same token, not too long ago, we put a 390 in an old 70 Ford pickup truck, and it just drank oil like there was no tomorrow. And the happiest day of my life was, well, the happiest day that week was Jasper called up and said, we messed up. It's our fault. We have your engine here, and we messed up. And we're going to send you another engine. And we want you to keep track of your customer's loaner car costs, and we want you to keep track of your costs. And I was really pleased with that. That just shows that I picked the right vendor. So, but the problem is, is when you get the motor, it's in the long block style. So you have to put the exhaust manifolds on it, the intake manifold on it, all the fuel controls, all the timing, all the ignition system. And then when you have a problem, the first thing that everybody's going to do is point fingers at one another. So you have to have somebody to be able to go in and find out. It's not a misfire on number six. It's a problem with compression on number six. And so you always open that door. But if you want to take it someplace and have the motor rebuilt and have one shop do it all, tell me what part of town you're in. I'm up in Cave Creek. I just take it to Blackwell, 40th Street and Glendale. Or I'm sorry, Greenway. 40th Street and Greenway. Blackwell can do that. He can take it apart. He can put it back in. He he he's probably going to just go ahead and farm out pieces of the motor. He'll probably have the heads done. He'll probably vat the block himself. He'll probably paint all the sheet metal himself. Stuff like that. And you'll only have one person to uh, to get involved. The problem with Blackwell is is he's so doggone busy that it's tough. To, it's sometimes it's tough to get in and get a specific time frame. So. Just tell him that uh, you have Salem's going to sell you some pictures of him with a woman other than his wife, and that should speed up the whole process. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it. I've been I've, I've been to his shop before. He's done some work for me. So, okay. in fact, um, you sent me there. Uh, I had 
um, cruise control put in an old truck, and it was aftermarket, and they put it in, and it works great. Yeah, Tom. Tom's a good guy. He's into the vintage car stuff right now. And so when you walk in there, you're going to see hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of very expensive cars. And um, and I was talking to him. Well, we talk on a regular basis. We talk once a, once a week at least. And it takes it takes us an hour just to complain about our respective wives and stuff. But um, he, he, but in your particular case, I hope that you can you you can give him the truck for the time it takes from start to finish. But just get him to narrow it down, Tom. From start to finish, how many how many days do I have to plan not to have my truck? And he may say two weeks, and you say, okay, fine, I'm going to hold you to two weeks. That kind of conversation is okay for him and me, okay? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Okay, Carlos. The best thing in the world, I think you can, one of the best things in the world is to have a great relationship with your shop, and that's important. Here's what's good about my list of shops. I have a great relationship with them. But don't misunderstand that because I usually get involved in disputes and there are times I have to tell the shop, this is yours. This is yours. If you want me to fix it, I'll fix it, but this is still yours. Or I have to tell the customer, no, um, they were working on the front of your car and the problem is at the back of your car, and it's unrelated to the work that they performed. It's unrelated to the work they billed you for. It's unrelated to the parts listed on your work order, blah, blah, blah. So those are the kinds of things. But I am not in the dispute resolution business, and I'm not a, a mobile better business bureau kind of person. It's just I, I get into those that are related to the shops that I refer you to, like Blackwell. So what's important about that is is that we have a process for that and that means that i'm involved and i'm happy to do that but but let me tell you proudly this i might have to get in, involved in a dispute involving one of my 30 or 40 great shops in phoenix maybe once every 2 or 3 years maybe once and i don't even remember the last one i was involved in oh yeah i do yeah i do the shop messed up they finally fessed up, and they finally put the. And I said to the customer, "What is it you want to put you back?" And he said, "X." And I said, to "The shop, it's X." And he says, "I'll write him a check." And so that was how it worked out. The customer's happy. The shop wasn't happy, but he's still part of my group. But that list of shops is at MarkSalem.com. MarkSalem.com, and you can look for our best shops. And there's transmission shops, there's paint and body shops, there's mechanical shops, there's general repair shops, there's tire shops, all that kind of stuff is right there. My email address again is Mark with a K at MarkSalem, Salem like the cigarette.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. There's other things in my life that uh, are. Um, not related to cars like horses <laughs> and grandkids and motorcycles and off-road vehicles and stuff like that. But on Saturdays between 10 and 12, I'm right here every Saturday, 10 to 12 at Phoenix time, talking about your car and your car problems. But you can also email me at MarkSalem.com. Drive safe, ask for your old part back, and pay with a credit card. <laughs>